Hey, this is Mimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy, your weekend edition. And I do feel like I have not spoke with you guys, even though I just spoke with you guys on Thursday. Um, It is Friday as I am recording this, but it's Valentine's Day. And so I decided to not release an audio for this actual day, not because I didn't want to share the love with you, but because I wanted you guys to bask in the moment of being present. That is what this upcoming energy is asking us to do, to tap into the present moment, to be present in that of which we love, be present in matters of our hearts, be passionate about the things that we really desire to be passionate about and really sit in those emotions. And so I didn't want to release anything um, today, but I will be releasing this episode for you on tomorrow, which is Saturday, February 15th. And um, it'll be just as impactful, if not even more so, because there are a lot of things that are currently occurring. Okay. Now what I do want to say to you guys, um, I know that a lot of you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Some of you will chalk it up as, oh, this is a commercial holiday. It's a paganized um, celebration, a way for people to spend more money. But the reality is we are at a time in our lives where you can utilize whatever excuse you want to utilize as to why you choose to not celebrate or contribute to the celebrating of whatever holiday or social designed holiday you feel. But what I do want to bring to your awareness is regardless to if you choose to utilize the romanticism of it, regardless to if you have different beliefs and you choose to opt out of any type of celebration of it. One thing that's very important is anytime you have an opportunity to share in love, share in connections, share in the friendships that you have, both intimate and platonic of any kind, you should do so. Yes, Valentine's Day should not be only on one day, but we all know that February 14th is the day collectively that people choose to celebrate, whether it be with candy, flowers, roses, deliveries of edible arrangements, um, romantic dinners, romantic night outs, lovemaking, just whatever it is that you choose. But it's very beautiful because It gives you a reminder that love still exists, whether you realize the depths of it or not, whether you are aware of the ins and outs of it or not. The truth is, it's a constant reminder that people truly are in love. People truly love the idea of being in love. And what's wrong with that? What is wrong with people choosing love over hatred? What is wrong with people choosing to celebrate the ones that they care about? What is wrong with that? It's no different than what you choose to do for Christmas or what you choose to do for Easter or what you choose to do for 4th of July or what you choose to do for Juneteenth or what you choose to do for Memorial or Veterans Day. Any holiday that you choose to 
embark on in celebration is clearly your right to do so. Whether you make up your own celebration, your own holidays, your own days of the year that you choose to observe for whatever reasons, that's your choice. But one thing is very important is for you to understand that we're currently in a time where it is more so important to just be able to share in the love that you desire, irregardless to what that looks like or what you call it. So I chose not to release an episode on February 14th because I wanted to be present. Not that I haven't been present and I'm not present, but I just really wanted to do something else. I wanted to do something that I challenge you guys to do, which is be present in the moment. Allow myself to be around people that I care about. Allow myself to enjoy a girl's night out if I want it. Allow myself to be in love if I want it. Allow myself to be with myself if I want it. Just whatever I wanted to do, I did. And I feel really good about it. I feel really free. It makes me, it reminds me of the freedom that I give myself, not of the freedom that I'm asking from other people. And that is what gives you the ultimate, ultimate power because you realize that your freedom is something you own. And not saying I love, love recording these episodes. I honestly do because I really love, love connecting with you guys. And I love that every time I'm about to post a new one, I realize I have even more supporters. So it's super dope. But one thing I want you guys to never forget is the fact that we're all human and we're all on this spiritual journey together on our own paths, in our own lanes, doing our own things. And I have to lead by example, which means I have to be able to show you the beauty of being present by being present. So I want you to know that everything I am, everything I'm telling you, everything I'm teaching to you, everything I'm sharing with you are also perspectives based on experience, based on things I practice in my own life. Could be things that I'm struggling with myself, could be things that I'm really trying to work through myself. So you're not alone in whatever journey you're choosing to tackle and battle. Know that you have someone that is going through our own life journeys, whether it be life journeys and love, whether it be life journeys and trying to figure out our life stability, our life finances, deciding whether or not to have children or not, whether to complete or continue our relationships. We are in a phase of our lives where things are expanding and reducing at the same time. And we're trying to find the balance and we're trying to understand the dynamic And we can only do that by being present in our own lives. So it's very important that you guys understand and know that. And I felt that there was something to share with you because some of you may need a reminder that sometimes checking in with yourself, being present, not not going out. I haven't gone out with friends. I don't even know the last time I went out with anyone like I honestly like to restaurant or anything. So. I'm really a reclusive person and I was kind of sort of pushed out of that element today um, unexpectedly, but I'm glad that I did because for once I did something that I enjoyed to do without thinking about the anxiety of it or thinking about how uncomfortable I may feel because of it. 
because I'm out of my element because I hadn't been out and out of my element in so long. But I literally went out with friends that and it felt so amazing. I didn't go to a club. We went to a restaurant. We had a beautiful time just having great conversation and to be in that camaraderie and to be in that energy with people who are so different, but so beautiful at the same time makes you realize what your value is as well and what you bring to any table. And that's how you're able to measure your real true equity. You know, when you put it at a table that's unorthodox, you put it with someone who is completely opposite or completely from different backgrounds. You are able to tap in and enjoy those individuals because you're just being who you are freely and then sharing that experience with other people. So I hope that this Valentine's Day didn't get you down. And if it did, I encourage you to do something different. Allow yourself to shift and push yourself out of that energy. Allow yourself to realize you don't have to be connected to a person in order to be valued and be loved and to know that you are everything that you desire already. The love that you want, you are. The love that you desire, you are. The love that you feel like you deserve, you are. So tap into that and walk in that and watch everything that you truly deserve come your way. Okay. now, with all that being said, I don't know why I got on a tangent with that, but I felt that it was very necessary that you guys know I love you very, very much. I love this entire journey so very much. I obviously have to. I'm literally two months away from it being a year. So I want you to know that I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And there is nothing, nothing that I would exchange for this experience and this ability to do what it is that I do. I just want you guys to also know that you're worthy of everything that you've been praying for for so long. You deserve true agape love, but you only can receive it at the capacity you're able to carry it. So deepen your capacity by falling in love with yourself more and more and more, building up your inner equity so that you can receive all of that in which you have been asking for. Okay, now. With all that being said, we are now in days away from Pisces season starting as well as Mercury going retrograde. And I did promise you guys that I would give a briefing of what Mercury retrograde is and how it could potentially affect you based on your signs. Um, And each week I am also going to do that switch it up a little differently for you because I feel like that's necessary. But I also just want to share with you guys what it is that we have coming up. Now, Mercury retrograde is a very long, slow process, not because it's a time that we should be afraid of, but a time that we have to be just what I was speaking about for the first 10 minutes present. When Mercury begins to go retrograde, especially in a water sign, it means emotions. It means intuitive hits. It means spiritual guidance. It means complete ability to feel on a level of depth you are uncomfortable with normally, but you forced to embrace due to the journey that you're on. And so being that we just came out of the full moon in Leo, which was a really great break from what it was we have been feeling since 
this eclipse season started in December all the way to the lunar eclipse that was in Cancer in January. Then we had the full moons. Now we're in Aquarius season, ending out going into Pisces season. And we have a beautiful, beautiful new moon coming up in Pisces as well. So there's a lot of different things that are going to be happening that are triggering our emotions in ways that we probably would prefer it not. However, we are in the grounding season. We are in the foundation building of our life. And we are in a place where we're having to stand in the truth in which we say we hold. Meaning we're having to speak about what it is that we feel. We're having to be honest about where we are, where we stand, what we desire, what we deserve, what we will not tolerate from any partner, from any relationship, where there it's friends, whether it's children, whether it is our coworkers, whether it's a career, whether it's entrepreneurship, whatever area of our life that we have allowed people to walk over, mistreat us, disregard us, um, completely just negate our existence until it's beneficial to them. We are putting a stop to it. And that is where the beauty in self-reflection lies. And the ability to be still is so imperative because the the more still you are, the more capable you are of really seeing the depths of the situation. And so on on February 16th, as Mercury goes into retrograde in Pisces until March the 4th, And then it's going to go back into Aquarius. So even though Mercury retrograde does not end until the 9th or the 10th of March, for the first big chunk of it, it will be in Pisces, which is a very, as I've stated to you guys before, very intuitive, very intellectual, very spiritual, very depth, emotional, adaptable type of sign. Now, on... After March 4th, it's going to be bouncing back between water and going back into an air. So where you have been deeply engulfed in the emotional state, you will then become a little detached based on the element of Aquarius. Even though we're still in the midst of Pisces season, the emotional impact of it will lighten up due to the fact that we are bouncing between elements. Okay, now, as you are. As it's going into Pisces until March the 4th, we're finishing out. It's going back. We're running to Aquarius before finally going direct March 9th, urging you to go back to the drawing board on projects and emotional issues that remain unfinished or unresolved. So anything you've ran past, anything you've tried to skip through, anything you've tried to in a way half as so that you don't have to deal with it, you are forced to do it during Mercury retrograde and the communication that the planet Mercury is ruled, you know, it rules communication. So that slowdown is going to cause a few frustrating moments because things are going to be stuck, going to appear to be still, going to be appear to appear at a place where it's not really progressing and it's more of a waste of time opposed to an opportunity for true true growth. And that stagnancy is going to be a little frustrating for some of you who are used to being go-getters and going after what it is that you want. It can be a very vibrant time to reflect and be in a state of revision though. So it's very important for you to just be present, be in a moment where you're able to look at the bigger picture, tap into the bigger picture and really fall in love with the process because that is where you're going to be able to see the gifts and the tokens of it. On the same day that Mercury goes retrograde, we also have Mars, which is going to start its trip 
connecting in Capricorn, which is going to support your hard work and your pragmatic not mindset that you've been pursuing for certain goals until March the 30th. So the entire month ending of February up until the end of March going into April, it's going to be an intense time to rebuild, re-strategize, continue to pour into foundation work that you're doing on yourself, both intellectually, emotionally, and in a physical way. So it's a lot of work that's still being done, but you are in the process of nurturing those things and making sure that it makes sense as you put all the parts together. Okay. On February 18th, we are officially in Pisces season until March 19th. And that is really, really, really beautiful because as I I said, as a water sign, I absolutely love Pisces. My rising is Pisces, Um, triple cancer and with the rising in Pisces. (laughs) Go figure. So this is a very romantic, empathetic, psychic sign, very intuitive, very intellectually um, vibrant when it comes to your emotions. Very, very, very mutable, very adaptable, very uh, stable in a way where it can find the depths of and flow through easier than more of a cardinal, which is me as a cancerin or a fixed more as a Scorpio. Okay. This is considered to be a very, very inner spiritual healing energy. So this entire retrograde feels like an opportunity to heal different wounds and to work on the recovery of those wounds as you are embracing new foundations and new parts of yourself freely. Okay. Um, And then February 21st, we have Mars going into Capricorn. If I stated, it's going to give you a very positive energy. It's going to give you an opportunity to really like break free of any restrictions, rules, regulations. And it can lead to you being extremely liberated sexually. So be very mindful of that. Be very, very uh, careful with your sexuality, your sensuality, knowing that you can express yourself freely the way that you choose, but just allow yourself to be in a space where it doesn't hinder your progress that you've made thus far. On the 23rd of February, we do have a new moon in Pisces, which is going to be pairing up with Mercury. So this is going to be an extra beautiful time because as we know, Mercury will be retrograding in Pisces in the midst of Pisces season in there will also be a new moon in Pisces. So it's a lot of emotional, intuitive, spiritually healing energy that is going to be in our lives during this time. And so it's very beautiful, especially before we go into Aries season. Very beautiful to just sit and bask in the depth of what this stands for, because we won't feel this kind of depth again until June, which is when uh, cancer season begins and the summer solace and then we have the eclipse season starting back up and then of course retrograde again which will be in cancer in june okay so during this time um writing down your thoughts and feelings is, it should be very therapeutic for you at this time putting your thoughts into words to help boost your potential at creating what it is manifesting what it is that you truly want The same day we have Venus going in Aries, squaring off with Jupiter and Capricorn. So taking more 
on than you can handle is a possibility. Be very mindful of the load that you're carrying. Be very mindful that the load that you're carrying is your own and it is not someone else's and you're not doing it to overcompensate for what it is you feel like you're not getting in return. Okay. Um, overall, this feels like a very, very great energy to speak, to talk, to share, to express, to engage with people who are both like-minded and not so much because you're finding out more about yourself as you tamper into those specific areas of your life. And that's going to help you. That's going to help you in a very, very deep way, a way that probably you, you probably never thought could be beneficial to you before because you never thought about it. But this is the time. Sorry, this is the time to pay close attention to what it is you're feeling, what it is you're seeing, who it is you're encountering, who it is it's entering and leaving out of your life. Don't try to grasp something so hard. Don't try to hold on to something so hard. Allow things to flow as they are. Don't allow yourself to be in this space where you are constantly conflicted by what it is that you are allowing yourself to be a part of out of self-inflicted obligation. Okay. Now, how will the Mercury retrograde in water sign affect you? Well, um, for water signs, which are Cancer, Scorpio and Pisces, if you are wanting to make any changes to the way that you identify how you create what it is that you want in a relationship, your spiritual philosophical attitude, um, this will be the perfect time for you to do that. And this is the perfect climate elemental elemental wise to get it done. Last year introduced us to a lot of disruptions and you've been very quick to maybe tamp them down in an attempt to get back to normal, um, reduce the importance of them, avoid them, ignore the depth of them. And now we're at this space where you can no longer do that. You are not able to get back to normal as quickly as possible because we have a new normal and you're being introduced to your new normal. So you may have since realized that some of these seeming issues were indeed opportunities that you should have you should have imparted on. You should have dabbled into. You should have paid closer attention to. So instead of repeating the same habitual ways that you go after avoiding or the way that you address certain situations, try a different approach, an approach that allows you to actually take in what is being shown and utilize it in a way that benefits you opposed to works against your progress. Okay. This year offers another chance going to have a lot of different opportunities for you to be able to not only go with the flow, but embrace the flow in a way that you hadn't before. So it's a very therapeutic year. This is a very open, honest, pure year. And this is a very impactful year when it comes to your heart, your head, your spiritual and your body. Okay. Now, for fire signs, um, even though it's going to be very intense for water signs, this is going to be a very challenging time for my fire signs, the Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. Last year, retrogrades, you found yourself struggling to reignite whatever um, cleaning up you were needing to do or whatever you were needing to look at to decipher if you should keep it or if you should move past it. After things have boiled over, maybe things have um 
erupted in a way that you were uncomfortable with. But now you can't hide from what that looked like. You can't hide from the flame that you felt and you can't hide from the flame you initiated last year. This is going to be an opportunity where you find out what's most needed, useful, and just point blank concentrating on that. Point blank concentrating on how you can evolve better, how you can tap into whatever the moments of discomfort were so that you can come out on top. You're going to definitely need a practical or philosophical approach that's going to work better than allowing your emotions to go crazy. Because as a fire sign, your ability to handle the emotion is not as as emotionally intelligent as there of which a water sign or someone who is okay with the depth of what emotions are. When you feel emotion, you feel them huge and you also react hugely. And that can cause more more of an issue than it can anything else. Okay, for my earth signs, um, you may be feeling a little bit more relaxed, less stuck and rigid than you were last year during the retrogrades that were in water signs. Um, You could be anxiously wondering what leaks you're going to have to plug, like what's going to go apart, what's going to break, what is it you're going to have to run to the rescue to fix. But the thing about water is that it flows and it follows the path of least resistance. So if you make a place for it, it would generally flow that way. If you're trying to create a forced tunnel for water to flow into, it will not. So don't try to fight against the waves. Don't try to force the waves to go a certain way. Just let them flow. Let your emotions flow. Let your emotions connect. Let your emotions be revealing in a time in which they're needing to be. Don't try to hold them hostage or captive so that you can be in control because that's what's going to force you into drowning. For my air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, hopefully you're able to discover more harmony and unity and togetherness than last year. Um, Well, last year, hopefully you were able to have a concept of what that looks like at least. And by now, you should see a little bit of growth in those areas. If not, you will soon. When that time comes, be sure that during this time, you utilize this time to follow up on those connections, nurture these connections and be more rewarding than jumping out there looking for new ones. Reward those that are in your life, loving you the way that you desire to be loved so that you're able to truly embrace that of which you are welcoming in or you've been playing with and bringing in on slow doses. Okay, Um, be open, allow the new connections to be fluid, allow them to help you grow, allow them to help you evolve, allow them to make you a great, a better person opposed to pushing them away causing you to become even more bitter and disconnected than you were before. Okay. So this uh, Mercury retrograde as we're going into the week. It's definitely going to be a a different type of energy. It's going to be a different type of connection to yourself, but it's beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. It's not going to do any more harm than you do self-inflict to yourself. But the best advice I could give you is allow yourself to flow, allow yourself to engage in what it is that you're embracing in the moment 
and handle it as it comes. Don't try to be too far in advance. Don't try to be too far, you know, in the hiding place. Allow yourself to flow the way you should so that you can receive and you can be welcoming to everything that it is that is coming. Okay. So this has been your overview for the Mercury retrograde that is beginning on the 16th. And hopefully, um, It gives you a little bit of oversight and clarity about what it is to expect. Know that on Sunday at our intuitive energy corner, I will go per element per per sign and give you guys a little bit of what it is that I feel may be uh, the catalyst for your growth during this time, during the Mercury retrograde in Pisces, as well as the new moon that we have coming up as well as this beautiful season of Pisces. Okay. So again, happy Valentine day to each and every one of you. Happy Valentine weekend, happy lovers weekend, happy self-love weekend, whatever you want to call it. I hope that you are meeting it with nothing but love and pure intent and connections that are unmatched. Okay. So I love you guys very much until Sunday's intuitive energy corner. I love your freaking face. Bye.